Oh, hi, Jason Klom here. Uh, real quick apology. This episode was obviously supposed to come out last week during the holidays. Um, Alan came over to Ford Awesome Studios, took some time out of his busy schedule, and did an episode with me. Uh, apologies, some unforeseen things happened, so I was unable to actually get this out on time. That said, we've got some stuff coming up, including some real deal recaps with Jen, who has been unable to be with us for a couple episodes, and the one you're about to hear, she was under the weather. Um, but that said, we've got some good stuff coming up, and um, I do want to apologize. Also, the cane is still being delayed because I'm trying to arrange schedules. It's just such an important episode. Got so many people who are interested in doing it. Uh, I want to make sure we do that one right. Uh, anyhow, uh, now enjoy the first Christmas episode of Dispatches from Fort Awesome. Oh, hi. I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches, Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. I'm Jason Klum. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickert. And this is Dispatches, Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. What's that in the distance, Alan? Do you hear jingle bells? No. Oh. Oh, well, there it is. No, oh, there we go. Did, it's did. Christmas time. <laughs> ah. A news radio Christmas. It is. The this, first one. It is our first news radio Christmas episode, and therefore our first Christmas episode. Alan, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jason. You came in the spirit. You had a Christmas sweater on. You gave I me did. a gift. I had a Merry Christmas. My gift is not here for you yet, because well, I'm the worst. I'm leaving right now, and well, bye-bye. He didn't actually leave. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to give him a It would have been a good little ruse. Christmas prank. <laughs> little Christmas prank. Uh, Merry Christmas prank. Jen is on the ether right now. Uh, when I say on the ether, I don't mean she's taking drugs. Um, she's a little under the weather, so right. she's. She in should the probably ether. take drugs then if she is under the weather. Right. She won't be joining us for this episode, but we uh, we will probably have a real deal that gets tagged at the end of this because we're recording this a little bit in advance. Yes. Um. So this is called Xmas Story. Yes. Yes. And when did it air? It Alan? aired December nineteenth, nineteen ninety five. Try to remember where you were if you were born. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I was born. Yeah, nobody. Way, nobody. Way before that. Do you think there are any millennials listening to this? Absolutely not. Well, okay. us, we're kind of the older. Millennials. I guess that's a cusp. I'm, I'm technically, I'm Gen, Gen X cusp, and I'll take Gen X first. I'm just barely. Only mm. because of the labels. People are mean mm. to millennials, and it's not fair. Guys, don't be so mean to millennials. Yeah, it's unfair. <laughs> For for Christmas, mm -hmm. say hi to a millennial. Shake a millennial's hand. Exactly. Hug a millennial. Give them some money. Don't give them money. That's don't, weird. Don't They're not. That's, that's they don't need money. That's the homeless that I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Those selfish little bastards don't need money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, so this starts out in the lobby. Uh, they they're like, oh, you know, we've used this lobby set for a, uh, you know, for I have noticed several episodes. So I've kind of noticed a running theme. I guess this is only the second time they did it to to, to build, but whenever mm -hmm. they do have this particular lobby set mm -hmm. and some way bill is going to get screwed over yeah that's true as <laughs> yeah they're setting up very precedent. damning and then now they've decided well tone loke and toby huss are going to be there too because they're 
He had a feeling they were going to be side characters for a while, but recurring security guard. But after Tone Loke died, that never happened. No, that would that's that's that good. Be, I'm glad oh, Tone Loke's still around. Yeah. I would love the idea that Tone Loke and Toby Huss might hang out. I know that doesn't happen, but I like the idea that in real life. Well, they, they should. Could. They should. If they didn't, maybe we can hook that up. Let's do it on Twitter, guys. Yeah. Tweet Toby Huss and Tone Loke are both on Twitter. Hit them up. Hit um, them up. Tell them to hang out. Uh, news radio. Toby Huss will respond to you uh, with a one-word obscenity. I'm just letting you know that. Uh, <laughs> what? Just, just as a joke, because that's just how he communicates. Ah! He's an interesting guy. Uh, but it starts out in the lobby, and Bill is talking to... Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Beth puts a dollar in. Oh, yes. Oh, change sorry, thing by, by mm-hmm. Santa. I don't know what, by the way, what Santa's doing there. I don't know if it's a Salvation Army Seems thing. To we be. don't really say, though. There's but, a bucket with coins. Right. It looks like... Well, we're assuming Salvation yeah, Army. Yeah, yeah. And she tries to get change. Yes. She's not putting any money in there. <laughs> she wants to change. And then... They can't do that, people. But then Lisa stares her down so that she does... Gets the money. And she awkwardly drops it. My f- See, I forgot because my first note was about Bill coming into the room with well, his the announcer most voice on. Yeah. Announcer <laughs> voice on. It's so dumb. Here's the deal with that because yes. uh, right away when, when Santa talks, Bill, she's like, and a Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Kringle. <laughs> Might I call you Chris? I actually think he is feeling jolly and joyful uh-huh. at this moment. Like, I'm not getting any sort of a subtext of, uh, nope. I'm just being condescending no. and dickish. Like, I actually think he's excited. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I also love that this is going to, this is the episode that, that, this, it, 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 along that vein, in in a sincere vein, mm. suddenly justifies at least some of his boy who cried wolf fears. <laughs> well, this is technically the second time. It is the second time we've <laughs> seen it. Yes. Uh, oh, right. The, the, oh. <laughs> Later on, they establish yes. how many have happened in the year, the last year, how many stalkers <laughs> he supposedly had. Uh, but yeah, Santa threatens to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I can't read my note. What does my note say, Alan? You I tell just, me. I love <laughs> Before, but before the threat, by the way, mm-hmm. Santa says, can I let you in on a little Christmas secret? <laughs> Bill, Christmas secret? How very jolly. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> His face, by the way, <laughs> just drops. It absolutely does. So. He doesn't take it. Uh, he, he's not. Because who would he, if Santa threatens to kill you, you're not going to think that's cute. No. That's not a funny joke. <laughs> Oh, I love it, though, because he goes up back to our security guards mm-hmm. on the other episode that wouldn't let him in the elevator yep. on the other episode. So, you know, there's a running gag here. But uh, <laughs> he just goes up to him. Sounds like a crazy man. That man just threatened to kill me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we've had our eye on that Santa for a long time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> they are just like the worst foes for him. Because <laughs> there's no culpability. They're, 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 they don't, or no, no, there's no uh, accountability. I mean... Yeah, so that's uh, it's very good. And who is it? Bill that spills the coins. Uh, Bill spills the, the coins. Over? Matthew slips in them. <laughs> slips in them, and of course, that's the beat. That yep. is the beat that that's, that's the one pulled open. <laughs> and no, 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 Dave, I got it. And then blah, blah, and then falls on his fucking ass. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the commentary was saying that this, uh, like this was the time where they started just doing trying to do like nothing but Matthew. Falling in the opening game. Okay, so this is around the time they actually made that a conscious decision. They started okay. to, yeah. Okay. And, uh, uh, Paul Sims was saying that uh, the executives didn't like that. They said they were doing it too much. <laughs> so that's really funny. It's yeah. just too old timey. I don't know. What I, is it? It's just not not uh, maybe because you're expecting enough. it at some point. Maybe, but that's also kind of it becomes a thing I that like you're it. waiting for. Right. 
Uh, and he's very good at it. Yes. It's a skill. Prant falling is a genuine skill. If you can do it and still be funny. Mm-hmm. He claimed to uh, actually uh, have an injury on this one. Really? The fall. Yeah. I don't know exactly how. Or if uh-huh. just, it was in the commentary. If he was just saying it just to say it, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know. To get Kate. attention. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, anyway. No, it's fine. Uh, then now we're back in the office. Mm-hmm. And everybody's getting ready to present a gift to Jimmy James. Uh, a very uh, thoughtful g- uh, gift. It is a a, a Yankees jersey mm-hmm. signed by uh, Jumpin' Joe Jugan. I don't know if that's a real man. I'm assuming no. I don't I hope, remember enough. I about really baseball. hope it is. Right, me too. I don't remember but, enough about baseball. <laughs> I just love that though. Uh, when Matthew sees it though after mm. the gift, he's like, "Oh, oh wow, a frame shirt, <laughs> Bill." Wait, I'd ship 75 bucks for a dirty shirt and a frame. What is this, a pyramid scheme? How is that a pyramid scheme? How, yeah, how is that a pyramid scheme? And also, like, just a little bit of thought. What was he expecting? Like, a diamond-encrusted fucking, like, wallet? Like, Well... He was gonna, he was gonna bitch and complain no matter what. That's it was, true. Like if it was really expensive looking, bucks. he'd also yeah. say, "What? That's what you spent my money on? Like exactly. get him something practical." And the, but I also love that Jimmy walks in at that time. Pyramid scheme, scheme. Hey, he's, in, yeah. <laughs> he's like super excited. Let me in on that. Oh. <laughs> and it, and first he's he's all he's equal. He's just like, oh, a shirt and a frame. I don't remember exact lines. And but. then Bill is just. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love the. <laughs> And then, of course, he's he is typical Jimmy, super excited when he finds out that it's mm-hmm. Jumpin' Joe Jump, Dugan. Jumpin' Joe Dugan jersey. <laughs> Can I gotta ask this because I've kind of been noticing a pattern. Yeah, Bill, whenever he has like a B story where something like really bad is happening, as soon mm-hmm. as they go back to the A story, it's almost like that B story is not happening in his life because he's just like, I'm focusing on this moment. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. not really catching like a. He's worried about his life at this moment. He's just talking about the jersey or making yeah, fun yeah, of the jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it just me? No, that's a good point. That's a real. I mean, I hadn't thought of it that way, but that's a really good point. Maybe it's a it's a therapeutic, and it eases him to just not have to worry about. Yeah, you could then surmise life. that this whole world exists just just to chill Bill out a little that's bit. Right. You know, like it's just it's all built for him. That's right. Uh, and I couldn't remember like right before I sat down. I just watched this, but right before I sat down, I'm like, wait. <laughs> I know that this is the Santa threatens to kill him episode, but is this is this the Fibber McGee and Molly episode? I wasn't oh, sure. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, it is. And I love that. <laughs> I remember, then I remember, yeah, I absolutely adore this episode because it's uh, <laughs> well, it starts out that Jimmy gives them. He's like super excited. Hey yeah. guys, your gifts are out in the hall. Yeah. Which why the way why are these bags in the hall? They're all hand sized bags that he could have carried in himself. Maybe here's the like. Uh, how Jimmy announces uh, announces that though mm-hmm. is just he's got to know they're kind of crappy gifts, right? right? I mean, right. he can't just think. Yeah. Like, oh, they're on the wall. Go get them. Go get them. You know, it's <laughs> there's no way. Yeah, you you wouldn't as a there's that thing where like as a billionaire you're like you're so separate from what normal people mm-hmm. think. You're like, oh, they'll be excited by that. That's oh, what little people like, maybe. Right. And he's also made one for himself that he seems psyched <laughs> about, but maybe he's psyched about to get everybody else. It's hard to and say. iron on patches. Oh, my God. So they're all patches <laughs> with people's damn names on them. That They're dumb. They just look stupid as shit. They're ugly, too. Dave's is tan. <laughs> it's so... No one wants a tan a hat. Nobody wants a hat with their name on and it. And they also don't want a, a hat with their name on it. <laughs> And <laughs> immediately as he, as he as he leaves, it's just and Matthew completely is like, well, guys, I hate to say this, Dave says, but 
it's the thought that counts. And then Matthew says, yeah, and it's this is just the result of a really cheap, crappy thought. <laughs> well, I intend to wear mine with pride. Okay, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. And this concludes the only enjoyment any of us are ever going to get out of these presents. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> See, again, Bill is back in his prime form. <laughs> yep. Not having to worry about Sam trying to kill him. It's true. <laughs> true anything to distract from that oh my god um and then oh then he bill's talking to dave and he's like dave just take the hat off it makes you look like a 12 year old takes it off (laughs) oh i'm sorry i thought it was that (laughs) and by the way doesn't break when he says that either he just keeps it straight like he legitimately thought that the most evil troll like he's just like fuck it i'm just gonna be as mean as possible right now thank god there's no bill mcneil around with the internet i know (laughs) oh my god (laughs) He would have been, there would have been an episode with, which by the way, you guys should go to the Twitter account, Modern Day News Radio. It is fantastic. It's just like, they just come up, but he would hunt down, like Mark Maron style, hunt down one of his trolls. I think oh, yeah. Bill would. Uh, or the reverse would happen and he'd just be like really nice to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he'd be really I, scared I, of them. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah. I, uh, all right. You know what? Modern Day News Radio Twitter account. I know you're a listener. Please uh, tell us what you think would happen when Bill has to deal with a troll. Unless he already mm. has it. I've missed, I missed it. I could have. Mm. Um, so next we discover through them uh, bill and dave discussing that well actually after bill leaves and tells them that santa's going to kill them is there is there any lines in there that i i didn't get a whole lot of lines i just uh well just bill first thing he says to dave and and lisa was promise not to laugh (laughs) then they nod he he nods his head and he's like what about her like he's actually really (laughs) paranoid because he knows how ridiculous it's gonna sound (laughs) And then when he says Santa wants to kill me, <laughs> Beth walks in from out of the office and laughs hysterically. And her laugh is so infectious still. <laughs> well, does she open the door, too? She opens the door. So she... <laughs> I can't do it. But... I know. Oh, it's it's so, so breathless. Good. It's a breathless laugh. <laughs> and Bill's response, fine. But let's see how you feel when I end up on the business end of a candy cane stuck through my neck. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Uh, and then when he leaves, they 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 commiserate by discussing that he's apparently had six stalkers in the last uh-huh. year. Mm-hmm. In the last year, so and I can't. Uh, that would I, I think Dennis Miller falls into the the six. He has to. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Has to. Who are the others? Though? That's the yeah, question. Yeah, that's yeah, including the twins that they mentioned. They mentioned two twins in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think is fantastic. Uh, so and it's at this point that we discover that uh, one of the hats says Bayshore Sheet Metal underneath the name. The other yep. one says Rockaway Lumber. Mm-hmm. And Dave finally admits, oh, well, he's, he's I, really crappy. I just, I love it when, like, yeah, the staff is complaining and Dave just goes, well, again, guys, it's the thought that, no, that, no, this, 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 this just sucks. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing, too. Like, I've had that feeling, too, where you're like, you're just you like, want to defend your yeah, boss. And then course, you're like, yes, no, I, no, I can't. No, this is horrible. I, and, and now and you feel so bad for Dave having to be. The, he has to break the news. He does. He has to. He has to literally <laughs> complain about even though it's minimal generosity. You have to complaining about generosity is the worst <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm good at it. But like if I were him, it would be. And when they. Jimmy walks in wearing the shirt that was in a frame. Yeah. No appreciation <laughs> whatsoever. Like, he took the effort. By the way, I don't. 
or framing something specialized like that uh-huh. ain't cheap thing to do. No, no, no. So, Especially not around here. I know it'd be a few hundred bucks at least. <laughs> do you think he just broke the frame? Bitch, getting it out of that frame. <laughs> I'll bet he was real gentle with the frame. Do you think? Just, yeah, I put it back together carefully. Like, what am I gonna do with this frame? Well, probably left it somewhere in the hall. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then puts the damn shirt on and excited about the sweat stains on it. <laughs> Maybe he thinks of it as like a plastic package for like a toy or something. Yeah, and yeah right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. Um, this is a very quick side note. I feel like I should tell everybody. I tweeted about this the other day and people were a little annoyed because it was like vague tweeting about it. But you should watch Man in the High Castle if you haven't seen it, if you can see it. Season one is great. Season two is better. But our own Jimmy James is in a few episodes so far. I haven't gotten to those yet. I'll just let you know he's in them. He's really good. He's really good in them. Um, oh, I got to bring this up, too, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. Uh, Paul Sims is writing and executive producing that show, Divorce, and I was actually cracking up laughing. Like, really? Yeah, I, I, I'm glad he's back doing another show. That's cause... awesome. Yeah. I don't have cable, so I need to like, well, start watching wait, it. But uh, uh, we use <clears throat> my fiance's... Uh, dad's uh, account to uh, go log on to hbo but uh <laughs> regardless <laughs> regardless like uh i was a little bit surprised as to how good of a show that is that's awesome yeah anyway well done paul sims like he needs us yeah, to, he but you know what I'm he saying. doesn't need our praise it's fine. but well done paul sims yes well done paul sims <laughs> um uh yeah that's right and then jimmy says nothing fits better than a dead man's shirt that is <laughs> that's a solid line <laughs> he's just like so it's like he's shitting on what they did and like at that point it's like that's when i think dave is like well i, I guess it's it's justified now the complaint well, is I now lo- justified i love though whenever jimmy does this when you know dave explains how they didn't like the hats and he like his response is whoa 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 it's just <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about dave that's your name <laughs> <laughs> I just love the whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, <laughs> I should put that on a ringtone. Just hear really it all the time. <laughs> oh my God, we should make some news radio ringtones. That would make <laughs> me very happy. Uh, I used to, oh, you know, I did used to have the rocket fuel malt liquor thing. That whole bit. The whole what damn it's Krizapi. You don't I, have it anymore? No, I've replaced I'm my phone since. I get bored. Shame. I don't, in my new phones, Alan, I don't do new ringtones. I'm not 20 anymore. <laughs> I didn't have a phone when I was 20. That's how old I am. I didn't I have did. a cell phone. I did. Yeah, well, you would. You would. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 And then Bill runs into uh, Santa again. And <laughs> hello, future corpse, prepare to die. <laughs> and then to everybody, that is messed Merry up. Christmas. <laughs> hello, future corpse, prepare to die. <laughs> now, yes. If I was Bill, and mm-hmm. this is how friendly is everybody else, the fact that he's singling me out, there would be a point where I would think to myself, wow, maybe I really am just crazy. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you would think so. Cause he's well, just... he's a little too narcissistic to think that. But Also uh... true. Also true. Um, and, and then, oh, and that's actually, he's on the way to Jimmy's decided, oh, well, I got you guys some new presents. And he brings them all downstairs mm-hmm. oh. uh, to a parking garage where he gives Matthew. Oh, yeah. I want to yes. point this out. Uh-huh. I'll let you explain what he gives to Matthew. Uh-huh. But... He puts so much thought into one gift when you think about this, and yeah. then the others is just like, oh, okay. It's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, it's a good cool because it's you know it's it's specifically just to placate everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and you know what's funny too is 
even though these are throwaway gifts, throwaway gifts, well, they're expensive, but, and they're um, expensive. But throwaway. like he, that one, probably he's at least still treating Beth as an equal to everybody else, who yeah. you know ends up kind of being his mentee, as it were. Right. But he gives Matthew a tape, or it says a big box of tapes, mm-hmm. n- nicely wrapped and everything, in a big red box, and it's Fibber McGee and Molly, the old timey radio show. Uh, where the only joke every week was a shit fell out of a closet. That was it. I actually just wrote Fibber McGee and Molly into the comedy on vinyl book I'm writing because I'm like, I can't not talk about it when I'm talking about old-timey sketches because no that's like, it. yeah, yeah, I'm like, well, now, I'm gonna, now I can probably it. reference news radio too in it because like, you know. But Fibber McGee and Molly is what I always think of when I think of old sound effects because of this show. I don't think I knew about it before this. So he gives that to, to, to Matthew. Everybody else, get to Miata. <laughs> I got you all Miatas. <laughs> and there's six fucking Mazda Miatas sitting there, brand new, shiny. I oh, I love it, though. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, my, Matthew just, just thinks it's a box of tapes, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But I just love it when he goes up to the tape. Hey, Dave, what, what'd you get? <laughs> Dave's like, uh, a, a sports car? <laughs> I got tapes. I just love that. Uh, I'm trying to come up with my favorite line in this one, and that one is really good too. I oh, I got tapes. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I love it because the others, the whole staff, they just think mm-hmm. Matthew is crushed and like depressed about this, but he has no clue. He has zero clue. He's like, anybody wants to come upstairs and listen to some tapes with me? <laughs> Screw that. Anyone want to ride my car? <laughs> Again, not worried about Santa right now for Bill. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, uh, with that, do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen, for a little sponsorship. Alan, do you hear jingle bells? I do. Wait. Those are ice cream truck sounds. <gasps> Wait, but I'm Wait. not going to go eat that ice cream because Charlie doesn't have bells on that I know of. So, so screw that. Let's run and find out where CVT Soft Service is, <laughs> Oh, that's where you're going with this. Yeah, that's where I'm CVT going with CVT Soft Service is so good. I'm going to run to that right now. <laughs> Alan, I know I, we didn't prepare. We this. didn't prepare. This, this is my this fault. This was not written. It's fine. Uh, they have chocolate, Alan. Mm. They have vanilla, Alan. What? You know what else they have? No. Put those two together. A twist? They have a twist. No. It's delicious. If you mm. follow them at CVT Soft Serve mm-hmm. online, you can go to cvtsoftserve.com if you feel like it. But if you're in the LA area, yes. visit... Get some ice cream, delicious ice cream. Delicious ice cream, and you'd be surprised at the amount of celebrities that actually stop by. Mm-hmm. Truck. No joke, they Alan actually... Rickert, Jason Klum, well, <laughs> Bill Murray, Bill Murray. We'll put them at three. Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox, Halle that's a good Barry. one. Sure, Halle Berry. She's no Alan Rickert, but well, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, well, that's why we listed us first. Exactly right. It's, hmm. But it's delicious. You guys should go check it out. It really is good. Say we sent you. Probably won't do you any good, but say it anyway. Because the more they hear, the more annoyed they're going to be mm-hmm. that they heard our names mentioned. Like, I don't care. Here's your ice cream. Here's yes. your reasonably priced ice Cheap ice cream. It's actually cheap really cheap. Cheap ice cream. It's very The man delicious. has said that uh, somebody told him to raise the price, and he would he refused to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, no joke on that either. That yeah, actually yeah. happened. I don't. I don't. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, folks, enjoy it. CVT Soft Serve. CVT Soft Serve. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we're back. And we're back. Hi, Alan. Hey. Well, we just were talking about the staff getting Miatas mm-hmm. and Matthew just getting a box of tapes of uh-huh. Flipper McGee and Molly. Yep. Uh, I love this. Uh, Catherine says she's going to take her the top down on her car and uh-huh. go down the expressway. It is winter in New York. <gasps> yeah, that's a very good point. She's I was going... thinking about that. Like, what? What? Why would you do that? She's going to freeze. Yes, Catherine. Maybe wait till spring. Think Catherine. this through, Catherine. Uh. Um, 
We need to, when we get to the end though. Is Bill driving his Miata? I can't tell if that's a Miata. I need to watch use a it different again. Car? It didn't. I don't know Miatas that well. I think it's supposed to be the Miata. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Anyway, um, so we're back up in the the office, and Matthew <laughs> is. I love this. Is really oh, played very well. Yes. What I. I do love uh, Beth's excitement about this, just going, I have a car. I have a car. I don't even own a TV, but I have a car. It is, to be fair. Like, it is the biggest pre- It's really her gift. Like, yeah. that gift is for her, no doubt about That's it. the biggest thing she's ever gotten. It really is. Um, the most expensive thing she's ever owned, I'm assuming. It has to be. It has to be. She makes nothing. She yeah. makes nothing. Later on, she has to buy Free the coffee. station for like seven dollars if she even has. It. I can't remember how much she has in her pocket. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's got nothing. Oh my goodness. Um, that's the one that really <laughs> endears her to Jimmy. Uh, so when they're back up in the in the station, Matthew, who this is played so well because Matthew is, since he's such a nerd, he's so like over enthusiastic about the things mm-hmm. he loves that people think he's overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't love- do it, McGee. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah! There's just a lot of that. There's just the uh, <laughs> so stupid. Catherine was very poetic what she said when uh-huh. she, they, she thought he was overcompensating because she said, "Brave little soldier, retreating from the pain of reality to his own private world of hollow laughter." <laughs> Holy crap! That's it's deep. Pretty, it is really deep. That's great. <laughs> so oh, they, I love this. The Dave's response was just. Catherine, we all feel sorry for him, but there's no need to make it sound like the deer hunter. <laughs> uh, what are we going to do about Matthew? Well, <laughs> how does Bill say it? Uh, I never thought it would have to come to this, but uh, I think you should fire him. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something, again, any Such kind of cruelty dick. to make himself feel good at that, at that particular point. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Who offers to give their shoot i can't read my own note i'm so sorry something well about- bill i know uh, uh said that i sort of wanted a blue one that's so right, that's right. you can ask jimmy for another one and give my old card to the freak that's right that's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um uh then <laughs> so after he's done for a bit with the tapes matthew comes over and talks to all of them and He's mm-hmm. still super jolly about mm-hmm. it, and he's like, yeah, see, it's it's this old-timey radio show. And, and See, there's this one episode, which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, it was every episode of Fibber, Monkey, and Molly, but he describes it as, there's this one episode where Fibber opens a closet, and uh, yeah, and a bunch of stuff falls out of it. Oh, my God, is that what that sound is? <laughs> it's just like, you fucking... That what did he think better. it was? Right, I know. That's that is I, a good question That is right what's there. killing my brain. What the <laughs> fuck does Matthew think is happening in... You think a train's going by or something? <laughs> I know. What? Don't open that closet. And then a big noise. He has no logic. No sense of logic, Matthew. <laughs> oh, brilliantly stupid. Wow. I've <sighs> never heard never heard Fibber, McGee, and Molly. I'm pretty sure you could guess that it was a closet, though. I'm... I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure you could put two and closets, two together. Yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then Matthew's like, uh, they're like, well, how do you feel, Matthew? They're kind of prodding him to make sure he's doing okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, I've got my tapes and I can keep my tapes and you guys are just going to have to give them back to the rental company or whatever at the end of the month. Yeah. Jimmy James says, I got, and the rest of you, I got you all Miatas. Yep. I mean, yeah, I can't even say it, but uh, mm-hmm. what logically in his head is just like oh well that's just rental cars right like, what is what <laughs> i think because he clearly didn't spend a lot on mine he must not have spent a lot on yours ah. i guess that's his logic although wh- later on when we find out what his gift really is 
Jimmy really didn't tell Matthew what he got. No, <laughs> he wasn't no, that was clear. kind of a shitty <laughs> way to give somebody a gift. Yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah, yeah, like a great gift. It turns out. Um, and I, then they tell him that no, they're not, they're not rentals. And then yeah. Matthew's just like, huh, 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 <laughs> and then closes the door in the office. Ha! <laughs> Was this the first time we've heard Matthew do the? Huh? I think I think so. it is right. I've never noted it before. <laughs> I can't do it. You did it much better than I did. <laughs> Oh, it's good. Wait a minute. You you, you got you all got cars. You you got cars. Y'all got cars. I got a bunch of scratchy tapes about some stupid old dead people telling a lot of jokes about a bunch of junk falling out of a closet. <laughs> and then that's when you see what he looks like when he is overcompensating. Yep. Nah. He puts the headphones on. <laughs> like just trying too hard to laugh. Just <laughs> so sad dave tries to offer his car as a gesture oh it's I, so painful i love it though <laughs> when matthew is still like being like separate now let's name whatever he's i don't remember what uh-huh. he said, but the, the the entire rest of the crew is just their uh workers are just like it's like just take dave's just car take just dave's take his car, car. <laughs> they don't they don't i am spartacus him ever no like, no he is spartacus yeah. he's very strong he's the only spartacus. That's, that's spartacus he would be sacrificed and that's it uh <laughs> jeez and then yeah so dave uh, and dave dave is sacrificing left and right don't get me wrong it's cool that he got a car but mm-hmm. he's definitely and then he's he just he then has to go to mr james again yeah uh, and uh, <laughs> that awkward conversation uh-huh and then he comes back to matthew and matthew's like just finally takes the headphones off he's mm-hmm. like well i don't even like fibber mcgee and molly if you'd have known the one i do like is jack <laughs> benny if anybody ever listened paid attention to me around here and then it's just one of my favorite moments i think on the show emotionally where jimmy's like clearly jimmy didn't explain but the gift is definitely worth like the the like the even tone and like the kind of the heft to it. It's like, no, Matthew, I don't think you understand. I gave you Fibber McGee and Molly. Mm-hmm. I own the rights. Now they're yours. You can do whatever you want. It gets an audible gasp from the audience, which is so funny. Cause like, it's weird that the rights to an old time radio show could ever draw a gasp from anybody. But it <laughs> is like, I think compared to the idea that you only have tapes, it is a pretty great moment, but it's so funny that, yeah, like that's where all that emotion comes from in this episode. I, did, I don't understand this. Uh, is Mr. James was explaining how you, you could, because he's like, so if they like TV shows, movies, movies, whatever, they go through him, and then he says commercials. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, why is that the first thing? Yeah. <laughs> Fibber McGee and Pepsi. That's so stupid. What? I have since wondered several times that I want to know who owns the rights to Fibber McGee and Molly. I do kind of want to know. Like, it's a weird thing. It would be funny if NBC bought the rights. It would be just to cover their asses. (laughs) Yeah, just in case. I don't know. uh, I I don't even know how much that would be worth necessarily. Right. Right. Maybe it was about as much as a Miata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, it's a good. Maybe at the time, possibly. I don't. It's hard to say because there was no internet. You know, yeah, this you stuff. could still I repro feel, those on tapes. And yeah, stuff. and I know people know the show, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like they know them as well as. Uh, sure. Well, Jack, Jack Benny, Benny I guess, yeah, as Matthew's yeah. favorite mm-hmm. show is. Uh, yeah. No, it's absolutely yeah, and uh, yeah, it's very. I, oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I did. I did mention it before, but uh, when they were trying to console Matthew earlier, though, I forgot because I want to bring up the sign. I love it when he goes. Good day, sir. <laughs> That's, <a> good... <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, Maybe also, that sounds like a Wonka reference to me. It, it does. Uh, well, I, it, oh, I, they've done it before. I yeah. know that they're, I, they're sure. no doubt in my mind. Sure. Did we mention earlier that Bill says I kind of wanted a blue one? You did mention yes. that. Well, as Ooh. Jimmy's about to leave the room after he's explained everything <laughs> to Matthew and he's so happy, not even addressed, but Bill like is about to put his hand up like a little kid to say I want a blue one. You know <laughs> that he's, he's about to try it and he's like, I don't want to risk it. I want to yeah, keep my car. <laughs> you could just paint it if you're really that bad. Yeah, you should, right. You should have jumped in the blue one when he had the Yeah, right. The only one who's assigned one was Beth. She got the red one because of her hair. Is yeah. Jimmy said. And the re- oh, yeah. So I guess there's two thoughtful gifts and the mm-hmm. rest is all just kind of lumped together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably like, yeah, we'll make Beth really happy. Oh, I yep. guess that'd probably make other people happy, too. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> make Beth really happy. And <laughs> and then at the end, when Bill is in the bathroom and <laughs> Santa walks in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Do I have your full attention, Bill McNeil? Yes. Good. My name is Sam. Be- 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 I can't say it. Belford. Belford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name is Sam Belford. I'm a communications major trying to break into broadcasting. I know this is kind of a silly stunt, but... Yeah, you won't soon forget the name Sam Belford. I did. Uh, (laughs) And now I'd like to present you with a copy of my demo tape. That is a terrible way, by the way. It really is. Like, there's one thing where it's like if you're trying to be sneaky or, like, silly or attention-grabbing. But if you've threatened a man's life. But somehow, at least, well, I think Bill's trying to placate him at first. Yes. But he's also very good at it. Yes. Because we buy that he's he's down to just take his tape. And all right, great. I'll give it a shot, buddy. Well, By the way, we should point out this is the great David Anthony Higgins, who is mm-hmm. wonderful and in, in makes another appearance on the show. And he was uh, in uh, The Wrong season. Guy with Dave Foley as oh, well. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I had to bring that up. He's fantastic. Uh, I did love it, though. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bill says, all, uh, all this for a demo tape? You got a lot of... Uh, he's like chutzpah. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid I'm not familiar with that term. Like that's... <laughs> what else was he gonna say? Ah, oh, it's so 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 good. And then he, as the Santa finally walks out, he looks at it considerably, considerately, mm-hmm. and just throws it in the fucking garbage. I don't blame him. No, like, there's no, no part of me that would even be like, oh, no, no just give it a try. Yeah, this guy it's, is it's crazy. It's only a shock based on the level to which he seemed like he was enthused. Yeah. Uh, but then he walks back and yeah. just says, oh, you know, M- Merry Christmas. It's, you know, sometimes you just want to give up and then something like this happens and then he looks at it again and I don't remember exactly. Amen to that. that. Amen to that. Merry Christmas, Mr. Belford. But he Mr. says, Bel- no, oh, wait, he I'm sorry, Blefford. He Blefford. says it wrong. Jeez, I am... <laughs> Failing on this episode. <laughs> Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, then Bill's the the fi- whole final act is 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 all Bill. Mm-hmm. And then Bill drives home, and what is I'll have to look again, but I'm assuming it's his Miata. It has to because there, there's a top up. I would imagine he'd oh, have yeah, two okay. convertibles. Yeah, good call. Good but, call. Well, maybe he would. Mm-hmm. But two two seater convertibles. Right. Uh, That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. His brakes are cut, and there's, yeah, there's some very <laughs> shitty music playing, and he puts the tape in. Um, By the way, <laughs> yeah. oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, he's just like, I'm gonna kill you, Bill McNeil. <laughs> Do I have your attention again? <laughs> Good, because I'm not joking. Check your brakes. <laughs> His Bill, face when he like starts <laughs> swerving all over the road. It's price. I don't even know how to describe. So that. Bill almost. I want to know what happens yeah, to Bill after I this. I do too. And do the, the rest of the uh, the, the rest of his coworkers find out? That's right. a good question. Right. This the show has that '60s level surrealism. <laughs> uh, that's just like yeah. Next episode, it's fine. It's like a cartoon. 
Although mm-hmm. I guess it is perfect that the guy who wanted to trade out cars and was the most greedy about his cars is the one who probably loses his car. That's true. Uh, and I guess not his life, luckily. Unless through the rest of the series, Bill's a ghost. Oh, no, I mean, can't think about that. That's Bill could be a ghost. Bill McNeil ghost. Yeah, six cents. Everybody right. sees him. They all see dead people. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Or they're all placating Matthew. Because he's I mean, the only one who be, sees him. It's a theory. It's as good as our theory about uh, uh, Joe uh, Joe Gorelli being a serial killer because he makes his own duct tape and owns a van. That's a good theory, though. That's it is a very good theory. All right, do you have a favorite line out of the episode? I'm having to pick between those two. Oh, between you know these what? two that yeah. I really like. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I had not. Oh, it's okay. Thought about this sooner, but probably <laughs> it would probably be Matthews. Uh, uh, where was it? Hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and these are the results of a cheap, crappy thought. I like that line a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had another one in mind, and then you made me realize I really like. I got tapes. Oh, I got tapes. He's <laughs> <laughs> so enthused. Oh, it's so 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 sad. I think at a moments because it's so subtle, and I only noticed it this time watching it. Is Bill almost raising his hand yeah. to ask for a blue car? That's probably my favorite moment. And I might. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I think I might give it to. I'm actually going to do the, the same one. It was, it, would be, it was tossed between that moment with Bill and mm-hmm. then Dave uh, trying to. De- no, I'm going to give it to Dave. I'm sorry. With a, mm-hmm. Trying to defend Jimmy James' gift giving with the hats <laughs> and him just saying, look, guys, it really is the thought that get. No, no, this this just does suck. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> Uh, we f- I forgot to mention also with the hats, mm-hmm. uh, he gave two to the security guard. Mm-hmm. So clearly everybody's on that same. Yes. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. They both have, uh... like he has no, like <laughs> everybody's getting the same generic gift. Yeah. It's, uh, I didn't address this on this episode, uh, but we're clearly going out of order and the one what? we skipped is a big episode and that's the cane. And that's because so many people wanted to do it. I wasn't able to schedule it in time. So we'll we're going to see who gets to do it. Yeah, we'll see exactly. So many people have wanted to do it. We'll figure it out. It might have to be a several, like we'll discuss it with different people at different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's such a damn good episode. Yes. Um, Alan, do you have anything to promote? Yes, actually, uh, on the homepage, if mm-hmm. you scroll down to the bottom or just do a search on funnierdie.com, mm-hmm. I'm in a video called I Saw Mommy Praying to Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. It's not safe for work, but I think you can guess what happens. And mm-hmm. I I play the husband of, uh, you know what, just watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Saw Mommy Praying to Santa Claus. Awesome. On funnierdie.com. That's awesome. Uh, you guys might have possibly seen it was briefly trending on YouTube. Uh, uh, I just created the smallest comedy album in the world or comedy record in the world. 1.5 inches in diameter with my buddy Dan and with uh, mobile vinyl recorders and what people is, in a position to know. Yes. What's the album? Uh, one half. Side A is uh, the punch setup and side B is a punchline. <laughs> you only have side A. Uh, and it's a horrible, horrible joke, like a dumb ch- kid's joke. But we, I, we're I, like, fuck it. I we, saw you. You, you, you actually record. broke a world record, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Because I saw that. I didn't, there I didn't know it was on the thing. Technically smaller records, but nobody's tried to beat this in a long time, and nobody's ever done a comedy album, ever. So it is the smallest comedy album in the history of mankind. And through those guys' <laughs> help, and obviously with Dan and I co-writing 
co-writing this dumbass joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we made it. Only one of them. I have it. It's right there. It's the only one that exists. It's functional. They had to make a custom record player to play it on. That's amazing. Um, and it's super awesome. So <laughs> that happened. And thanks to Boing Boing, people actually saw it. Uh, my movie's out on DVD. Look, Alan. Look, you can see my movie. My movie's finally out on DVD. Lords, Lords of Soaptown, Soap ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. Bit.ly forward slash Soaptown DVD. Uh, you see some freestyle walking. That's right. If you go to danaj.com, you can find that other video we were talking about. Um, I'm on Twitter at jklam, J-K-L-A-M-M. At Alan Rickert, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. And we're at WNYX News Radio everywhere else. Uh, I'm going to say that's about it. I don't know when our next episode comes out just because there's Christmas vacation. Yeah. You know, but Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy all that good shit. Happy New Year. I say shit like colloquially. I don't mean it in like a diminutive. like. Happy shit. Happy shit, guys. Happy shit. Um, Happy shit. I guess it only leaves us to say one other thing, Alan, and that's catch you later, B-Cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.